Welcome to Females and Fine Fettle, from Wiped Out to Wealth. This is where conscientious women entrepreneurs and women living like a boss come to learn about balancing their personal and professional wellness with ease. If you have the enthusiasm, motivation, and grit to make it happen, then listen up every Monday. To be sure you don't miss an episode, sign up for weekly updates at femalesandfinefettle.com. The following discussion is for educational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease. Please don't apply any of this information without first speaking with your doctor. Now, here are your hosts, Denise Pasquinelli and Dr. Michelle, your natural women's health advocates who blend the wisdom of ancient healing traditions and the science of functional medicine. Hey there, and welcome back. This month's theme is movement and fitness. So we're going to be diving into some of our favorite ways to move our butts, but Don't worry, we're not talking box gyms and extreme workouts. We're going to be talking about some unconventional movement. So we're on the edge of spring here, so it's a natural time for us to start stretching and moving in ways that may have been put on hold over the winter months. It's time to oil up those joints and put those muscles back to work. Now, I will be the first to say that I don't like exercise. I try and try and try, but it's just not my thing. But I know how important movement is, not just for my physical health, but almost more importantly for my mental and emotional health. I'm right there with you. (laughs) I especially resist showing up at a gym and grinding out a workout. That is so hard for me. Oh yeah, no way. I've tried doing that for months at a time and it never clicked. I thought, you know, I'd show up at a gym one day and, you know, I would just be like, yeah, let's do this. (laughs) But it never happened. It's just not my thing. And I think I've finally come to accept that. What I do really enjoy is practical movement. I think that's why I love hiking and backpacking so much. It's practical. It's constantly changing. It challenges my little small collateral muscles, which, you know, trains my body to be more adaptable to various contours in the environment, and it improves my balance and proprioception, and that just means, you know, awareness of where my body is in space. Mm, Yeah, I love that body awareness piece. Dancing really does that for me. Sometimes when I need to get my blood moving and change my energy, I put on a few tunes and just move wildly around the house. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm actually a sucker for dancing, too. Um, I was super hesitant a while back, but I ended up trying Zumba for a few months, and I totally fell in love. I'd Mm -hmm. probably (laughs) still be doing it if I lived in Portland still, but now the drive is just a bit too much for me. But I seriously, I loved it so much. So. Something that I've actually grown to like over the past year or so are doing HIIT workouts or high-intensity interval training workouts because they are super efficient, and you can do them in as little as seven minutes. It's actually (laughs) such a short period of time that sometimes I can actually fit them in twice a day. I mean, it's rare, (laughs) but sometimes. (laughs) I love HIIT, too. Folks with adrenal issues or autoimmune conditions can really benefit from HIIT routines because they create thermogenic heat in the body quickly. 
but they don't overly tax mm. the body because they're so short. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of cool apps that are great little timers for hit routines that we'll link to in the show notes. Um, I personally really like interval timer. And then there's one called seven dash seven. Yeah. I just actually downloaded um, the seven app. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll for sure link to those in the show notes. They're super helpful. Speaking of apps, another recent favorite of mine is the Down Dog app, and it offers these sweet little yoga routines set to music that really get the blood pumping. I am a big fan of those lately. Ooh, I might have to check that one out. I've been using um, Asana Rebel now for several months, actually, and it's not bad. It kind of combines hit with yoga, um, and the routines are about... I don't know, like 20 to 30 minutes. So I can typically talk myself into doing them <laughs> at least like three to four times a week. It's it's all about that motivation, right? <laughs> totally. I find that it takes a lot to get me exercising. But once I do, I always feel so good afterwards, like physically, mentally, and emotionally better. And I feel like I really need something to help me remind me of that when I am hemming and hawing over whether I should get off my butt or not. (laughs) So true. I am really the same way. I have this awesome bike in my garage and it always takes me forever to get my butt on it and ride. But then once I'm going, I'm like, why the heck don't I do this every (laughs) single day? It's so interesting how our mind works and those games that we play, right? It is interesting how our minds work. I know for me, sometimes music can be super motivating. So if I have like a motivating playlist of like high hip hop sort of fun workout tunes, it can get me pretty much halfway out the door. (laughs) Or even a really great podcast to listen to while I'm walking or hiking. That's usually pretty motivating too. Yeah, you actually gave your subscribers a Spotify playlist sometimes, don't you? Yeah, I try to once a month give a playlist that I've been rocking out to. That's so awesome. I I love that idea. (laughs) (laughs) One trick that I've used in the past is actually dedicating an audiobook to listen to only while I'm exercising. Ideally, you know, it's something that I find crazy interesting or intriguing because then I'm more motivated to start exercising again. So this also kind of helps us rewire our brain to look forward to exercising. It's all about those mind tricks. I swear. I love that. That is such a good idea to listen to a book only when exercising. (laughs) For some reason, this has always stuck in my mind. But the do you know the singer songstress Tori Amos? Oh, yeah. One time she said something like when she wants to get in shape, she goes on tour. But, you know, she said it like really dramatically like Tori Amos would. And I think I just love that because I similarly like to have an ulterior motive to my movement. That's awesome. (laughs) So so I like group classes, especially dancey sort of classes where we are collectively learning a routine to perform, I guess you could say, at the end of class. 
And I feel like you get sort of a similar thing with martial arts or boxing or like you'd mentioned earlier, Zumba. Yes. Having some sort of end goal, like nailing that routine is really motivating for me. Plus, I think I love the mental dexterity required. I love anything that's going to get me feeling hyper-focused. Dang, I think I might need to join you on this dance thing. (laughs) Sticking with something like a movement routine is way easier when you have a buddy for sure. (laughs) Do join me. I found a studio in Portland that does choreographed dance classes, and they have a class called cardio funk that is right up your alley. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And you know, I can attest to the power of having a buddy. My husband and I have gotten into the habit of signing up for 5k races that I walk. I'm a total walker. (laughs) And we sign up for sprint triathlons as well. So we do that at the beginning of the year. And then we have something to train for throughout the year. And having something that I have to show up for to, again, like perform, that really suits my personality. And that's been working pretty well. That is really cute. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually a really great idea. And it's really awesome that you've been able to tap into that sort of self-awareness around what really motivates you. I feel that finding that motivational trigger can be a doozy for a lot of people. Yes, honing in on that trigger can be huge. One tool that I use to help my clients discover their motivational spark is Gretchen Rubin's Four Tendencies Matrix. The four tendencies are upholders, obligers, questioners, and rebels. I'm a rebel. (laughs) Um, This framework offers a new way for you to think about how you make decisions and why you were motivated to do or not do all kinds of things. (laughs) She has a short little quiz that will help you determine your motivational tendency. And we will link to that in the show notes. Also be sure to grab the freebie that we put together for you that maps out how you may use your tendency to think about getting moving in a whole new way. So cool. I'm excited about that freebie for sure. So Mm -hmm. What I will say is that if you're listening and you're just starting out or you are really stuck in that don't make me exercise (laughs) mentality, then there are some other things to consider. So you can think of it as like a teaser of sorts. So there's this concept of NEAT, N-E-A-T movement, which stands for non-exercise activity thermogenesis. And these movements are basically everything that isn't sleeping, eating, or or sports-like activity. So this could be walking, typing, yard work, fidgeting, uh, sitting on a stability ball. All of these movements actually increase our metabolic rate substantially. So if you want some quick tips that anyone can add to their day, I definitely recommend taking two to five minute breaks every like hour or so. And during this time, focus on your breath and do a couple stretches or just bounce in place. Um, and this won't only increase your daily neat movement, right? But it'll also boost your energy and 
productivity. It's seriously a game changer. Oh, I love that idea. And one thing that I'd love to just toss into the mix is kundalini yoga. And that is can be a really fun tool for a quick burst of movement, breathing, and meditation. And there are a bajillion different kundalini kriya videos on YouTube that you can look up. Oftentimes, they're connected to emotional well-being as well, if that's of interest. And you can find them as short as three minutes, 11 minutes is common, all the way up to an hour. We can link to a fun one in the show notes if you want to give Kundalini a go. Awesome. Yeah. Also, if you can, um, you know, if you're at the office or have have a home office, I would definitely recommend investing in a standing or a sit-stand desk. Uh, when you're standing, you can stand on an ergo mat. And then when you're sitting, you can try a stability ball or other kind of ergo chair thing that will keep your core engaged. All of these little movements add up and can make a really dramatic improvement in your health. I'm sure you've heard it before, but you know, even just taking the stairs over the elevator or the escalator, parking further away from the store entrance, moving your trash bin out of arms or throws reach, um, (laughs) everything counts. And lastly, if you're stuck at a sitting desk, I don't know if you've seen these, Denise, but there are these little crazy little under the desk elliptical devices and foot (laughs) swings that can keep your core and legs engaged while you're working away on the computer. Basically, there are a ton of little options out there. Um, I will link to some of those in our show notes. All righty. Well, that is a wrap for the freebie this week. We have a little guide that you can use along with the four tendencies that will give you some movement ideas based on your type. We hope you like it and that it sparks something new for you. Yes. Awesome. So we cannot wait to meet you back here next week in episode 35. We'll be chatting about swapping coffee dates out for cardio dates. So be sure to tune in. Have a great rest of your week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Females and Fine Fettle from Wiped Out to Wealthy, a podcast to fit your lifestyle. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at femalesandfinefettle.com. If you have questions or topic ideas for upcoming episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Please be sure to tune in next week.